0: In an era of online retail, where everything is just a few clicks away, buying a car should be no different. That's why at Carvana, you can buy a car 100% online. We made it easy to browse, view, and buy from over 10,000 cars. You can even trade in your old car, all while binge-watching your favorite TV show. Afterwards, we'll deliver your car to you. Or you can pick it up from one of our car vending machines. Either way, your car comes with a seven-day return policy. So grab a seat, relax in your comfy pants, and enjoy the new way to buy a car at Carvana.
2: Hey everyone, John Roca here. Pluto TV is the leading free streaming television service. Watch over 100 TV channels and thousands of movies on demand, all completely free. Pluto TV never asks for a credit card. You don't even need to sign up to watch free. Pluto TV is the easy and completely legal way to watch your favorite TV shows and hit movies for free. What are you waiting for? Never pay for TV again by downloading Pluto TV. You can download Pluto TV for free on all of your favorite devices today, including your phone, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV, Smart TVs, PlayStation, and anywhere else you stream. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Raw Recap on the Pro Wrestling Sheet. I am your host, John Rocha, joined, as always, by the jovial and giddy Ryan Saden fresh off his interview with Ryan Batista, which you can listen to Dave on Batista. the Pro Wrestling I'm sorry, Dave Batista on the Pro Wrestling Sheet. I got my baseball mixed up. We were talking sports off camera, and I got a little mixed up. So there you go, Dave this Batista, who we both love. Drax the Destroyer, so awesome. You got to speak to him. How, how was that?
1: Oh, I loved it, dude. We talked for, like, 45 minutes. Wow. We talked about... Um, You know, movie stuff. So we talked about Endgame. We talked about Infinity War. We talked about the James Gunn stuff. Mm -hmm. We talked about James Gunn returning to Guardians of the Galaxy and where his relationship stands. Dave's relationship stands with Marvel uh, and and Disney. We also talked about, you know, everything involving the, you know, the the WrestleMania 35 Mm -hmm. match with Mm -hmm. Triple H. So we talked about the Evolution Reunion. And why he pushed for it to end with the tease for the match between the two of them. We talked about him being concerned, dragging Ric Flair during the birthday party thing. Because right. he didn't want to hurt him. For real. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. they said, he said they did it live, so they only had that one shot. Ooh. And, you know, he, he, he did it. Um, and he talked about you know being happy ending his career the way he wanted to end it. The match itself, how they weren't able to train beforehand together um, because they were oh, really well because they were scared that that. Uh, basically, says in the interview that they went down. He said a training center. He didn't specify the performance center. But I'm assuming it had to be the performance mm-hmm. center unless Triple H flew to him somewhere or something. Sure. But but uh, he basically said that. When they met up to train, that Triple H told him, like, look, we can get in the ring and we can work this out and, you know, figure everything out. He was like, and and there's a chance I'll feel great. He's, But there's also the chance that we get in there, we start working around, doing things, and I re-tear my pack before WrestleMania. And then we don't have a match. And he said, I'd rather it happen... At WrestleMania, right, right. then here where nobody's paying attention, where nobody's looking at, it. It's like you and I know each other. We've been in the ring a million times with each other. Let's just go out there and do it.
2: I wonder if he did the same thing with Randy uh, before Superstar Showdown. Well, no, probably not because they've. They he wasn't
1: injured then, you know. Right, right. He um, wasn't but, coming but, but, off the injury, but it's a, right? But, but, there's a very good possibility that those two did not lock up before yeah, that match. Sure. hundred percent, yeah. especially with how busy he's been and all that. He's the
2: veteran stuff. man. He's, he knows how to work a, a program inside the ring. So yeah, no surprise at all. Yeah. But uh, did you find him to be forthcoming and open about oh, all that Oh, yeah, very
1: stuff? much? So I mean, we talked about the <sighs> WWE, I love
2: that about Dave, we
1: talked about the WD creative process and you know, how yeah. he was saying that, um, you know, when he went back in 2014 for that little run, um, that it was a mess, the creative yeah. process, but that, Fast forward to now, and he thinks it's gotten even worse. And wow. that, the, you know, he got to be heavily involved in the creative process for his
2: storyline. Right.
3: Story the, line. One? The, the one that one? he did. Okay. Yeah, he
1: was heavily involved in the, in the creative of it. But he said that, you know, he sees that, you know, with there being so many cooks in the kitchen now, yeah. and there being so much going on backstage, he said he feels like... um the talent is being handcuffed a little bit that they're not that they're not able to shine like they should that right. they don't have the freedoms that the wrestlers in his era had and that because of that no one's ever going to shine past the level of a John Cena because they're all being kept at the same level kind
2: of well that would make sense becky kind of broke that mold a little bit and then they reined her back in which unfortunately has affected her character i think overall but let, let's get into it and you can listen to that on the pro wrestling yeah there's, she-
1: th- th- honestly we talked 45 minutes so there's yeah. lots of stuff about why he chose stuber uh, as his first comedy um lots of stuff check, yeah. go check it out it's on the wrestling sheet radio podcast
2: feeds yeah i'm listening to it on my drive to century city later all right let's move on raw happened last night seth rollins started us off there he came out uh, talked about all this stuff. We had a recap of the Superstar Showdown, his matchup uh, with Corbin there and how it all went down and his destruction of Brock Lesnar in the ring, uh, which was pretty thorough. If you haven't watched that match, match in Superstar Showdown, he was talking about... Did you how, end up watching Super Showdown? I wouldn't say that I watched it. I would say that I perused it. Okay. That's what I would say. <laughs> I certainly watched that ending Goldberg match, Wolf Daddy. But there were certain matches I skipped through, and certain matches I watched. Okay. Uh, and this was one that I did watch, and I enjoyed the match actually. Get, I'm getting into the Corbin camp. God help me. Uh, but he was great on on the mic here. Oh yeah, and he, he was hilarious. Yeah, Rollins was great. Like, I'll just
1: wait. No, no, Corbin. Oh, Corbin is well. Corbin was right, great. Right. He was just, like doing the whole like I'll just wait. Yeah, I'll just wait here. Yeah, like, I got all night. Like, and he and, and the like the way he carried himself while saying it. Yeah. I, it, it was it was pretty good. I liked yeah, it. It was yeah, classic yeah. heel stuff. I but liked
2: it. Rollins start out by saying that a person can lace his boots. So there's a certain kind of ego and arrogance here and confidence that I found interesting. Me too. Right? While watching like, that, is this a is this a heel turn? Maybe no. You know what it road? is,
1: and I I I think I'm finally could Lesnar be starting to get on board with this? Okay, is and it's a slow process, but it does slowly feel like the era of, like, heel and face is being forgotten. Like, the era of heel and baby face, like, hardcore heel, hardcore baby face is kind of being forgotten. Yeah, some guys might do bad things, and some guys might do good things, um, but it does feel like they want everyone in that gray area. And so that way, you know from what I've been hearing from different people or whatever and and just from what John Cena was saying Mm -hmm. in an interview I posted on the site last week, he basically said that, like, going forward, he doesn't think there's going to be one... one... Face of the company anymore. Right. Like, right. one got no, there's not going to be a Hulk Hogan or Stone Cold or a him anymore. That it's to me, and these aren't his words, but it sounded like it's more like a UFC where mm. it's a collection of stars. And
2: whoever bubbles up will lead for a little bit and then bubble back down, whoever bubbles up next. Yeah. yeah, okay. And that
1: basically, you know, it's like people are going to start glomming because there's such an international audience and because the, the audience is so diverse now, because yeah. it's, it's international, because there's just so much when it comes to WWE. That it's almost impossible to put one person as the Mm -hmm. the sole person in charge of that because it's it's not every not every single person is going to resonate with that with that lead person and so um, it feels like everyone's kind of just like doing their own thing and actually being themselves similar to UFC where like Conor McGregor would be considered a heel but people love him
2: yeah right you know and so it's it's a it's no longer a babyface heel world it's a tweener world. And it, it really is. That's the way it is now. Whereas attitude was like kind of reshaping that idea, now really it's an accepted across the board idea that most Humanity is a tweener world. Like, uh, because it's gotten harder to survive in this world. People have now had to have their own conversation with themselves about what they're willing to do and not do in order to provide for their family or survive. So they look, so wrestling is always reflective of the society. And when you're not is when you lose the ratings. And when you are is when they come back, you know, and I think that's what is happening now. You see that. I mean, Kofi is a bit of an exception to that. He seems like a pretty straight up well, face. Is, but the, but the, that is who Kofi Kingston is. Right, exactly. And that's, and I think with, with Seth now, there's the freedom to be the tweener when it it, because it can be the tweener and it feels natural and
1: and honestly because it felt natural because yes i felt the same way watching this and i'm Mm -hmm. glad it wasn't just me who thought that because i was thinking that was really like some heel would say that's like what old seth in the authority would have said right but then i thought about it i was like you know uh, you know all this in mind it kind of made me it it, it's made me slowly transition out of that thought process of like being frustrated when a heel does a face thing and when a face does a heel thing or or, 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 or any of those kinds of things. And it is helping me. And honestly, I thought it really served Seth well here because um, a lot of times I don't feel like it it feels genuine when I'm watching Seth talk. And honestly, the way he was talking here... The pals and the buddies, and like the way he was like, dude, I did this to you. Like, come on, just like the confidence he was exuding here felt the most natural he's felt in a long time, regardless yeah. of if it felt like stuff a quote unquote heel would do. It felt really natural to me.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you get this idea with uh, um, Corman coming out to interrupt him. Corman does his thing. He's very funny. Like you said, he's good on the mic. Sami Zayn comes out, interrupts him. He talks down Sami Zayn as well. Then Kevin Owens comes out. And makes a joke about the wildcard thing, which I thought was his way of throwing shade at it—a little, a little meta. Oh,
1: it was very much so. (laughs)
2: Yeah. And then Rollins and KO are going to meet up later in a match. The thing I want to ask you about, as we look at uh, his reaction, as we look at what uh, Rollins—I mean, as we look at what he did to Lesnar in that ring, and Lesnar doing the thing—like, is there a possibility down the road? That there is a switch here where Rollins becomes the heel and Lesnar becomes the face. Lesnar slapping Heyman. Lesnar slapping with the contract. Lesnar pushing Heyman away. Heyman later on today, tonight, or last night rather, going on that promo and saying how his client has become obsessed with Rollins and he isn't listening to him, blah, blah, blah. Like there's possibilities you could turn Lesnar face, which would be very interesting, and to turn Rollins heel uh, with being obsessed with being the champion, would be a fun angle if they could pull it off to play. Yeah, no, I, absolutely.
1: And I, I do think that Seth is his best when he is a heel. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I really feel like they're not going that way they're anymore. Just playing and the to me, it just feels like they're just... Brock is a utility player. You can you can get people to cheer Brock if you oh, want them to. Yeah, yeah, of They'll course. cheer him. They, Regardless of everyone shits on Brock. Yeah. If you book him the right way, they're going to cheer him. Yeah. You know, and 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 uh, so, yeah, I I don't think it's... I don't feel like we're really going to see – I feel like we're not often going to see full-blown heel turns anymore and face turns anymore. It's just going to be a gradual okay. shift of character of like – because we don't really see a lot of them anymore.
2: Yeah, no. Not, not really. I mean, not really hard. They happen sometimes.
1: Heels. They sure, do. Sure. And it's good when they do. I actually think – I actually feel like this gray area is – Helps when they actually do turn someone like full blown heel yeah, or yeah. full blown face, um, and I think this gray area is why Miz's turn mm. to a face hasn't been as um, successful. Though we'll get into that. Yeah, yeah. This was, I feel like, one of his most most successful nights as a face as well.
2: Yeah. Did you like Sami Zayn coming out, kind of laying that groundwork? Want to be a referee? I
1: loved it. Yeah. I was cracking up when he was like, when he said like, I don't want to. Like I can't believe saying this, but I'm Team Corbin here. I was cra- the way he played it all off the way he was talking about it was great. Um Sammy's name was actually a fun yeah, running was. theme throughout the night of his whole uh, quest in becoming a referee and what happened in the main event and stuff but yeah, I actually thought Sammy was great here and I thought that the moment when when Seth said, you know, you know you're, you're talking like who's gonna stop you from kicking your ass when i get up the ramp or whatever and yeah. then kevin owens well first Sami Zayn had this like scared look on his face and then kevin owens music hit and he had the like oh sup now bitch like he had that kind of look on his face and i loved it honestly that whole moment i was laughing so hard just because it was it was timed perfectly yeah there wasn't too much of like an awkward silence it actually like hit at, like the right moment sammy Zayn's facial expression was perfect he's He's great with his facial oh, expressions. Fantastic. I mean, being under a mask for so yeah. long, he knows how to be expressive. And because um, only certain parts of his face were seen. But yeah, yeah I, uh, I, I actually really liked it. I thought Kevin Owens making fun of the wild card rule yeah. made sense. Uh, yeah, I, I really liked all of it. Honestly, I don't know this. This is just my like mm-hmm. inclination. But I don't know if all this talk of like of all this like public complaints of like let the wrestlers has a little bit of say you know yeah has maybe gotten to them a little bit because a lot of these promos last night felt a little more yeah natural. a little less yeah, a little more natural and a little less uh,
2: memorized yeah agreed agreed and it all worked out to have we're having rollins versus uh, uh kevin owens later on in the night Let's move on to a full heel, and that's Lars. Lars took on Lucha House Party in a revenge match, I guess, for them getting disqualified in the Superstar Showdown. He ended up eliminating them all one by one in brutal, brutal fashion. Uh, And maybe we're finally done with this. Back in fourteen, Lars, and uh, unless there's a stomping grounds match, oh crap! Oh. No, I'm I'm
1: agree with you. <coughs> I don't know enough I, already. I'm with you. I, oh, you know what? Mm. I hated the showdown match.
2: Yeah, oh, it was ridiculous. I was like, why? I fast forwarded through all that.
1: And, and the frustrating thing is, like, they were mm. they were trying to do cool stuff, mm-hmm. but it was like, this is the first like match with Lars where it's like, yeah. they, it's a DQ. Like, he should have squashed them. He yeah, yeah. should have done. Yeah. What he did last night on Raw. And exactly. I don't know if that was intentional because they figured a lot of people weren't watching Super Showdown like you who are maybe perusing through, pretending yeah. not to watch or all that kind of stuff. And they were saving the, like, actual match for Raw because this match was dope. Yeah. They all did awesome stuff in this match. They were cool spots. This match, yes. Like you said. Yeah. Brutal stuff. That yeah. part in the match I when Lars did the press slam, oh, the God. Kalisto on top of the steel steps which had the pinatas on top of it so we had to break the pinatas hit the steel steps and then go flying i i i audibly went like ah
0: like in my apartment like, ah I
1: was like, holy shit and i my girlfriend came over and she was like what what happened i was like dude that was looking. you guys see this was crazy you know and so um all that helps i think those are the kind of things that help lars get over yeah. like looking like a scary monster and this was 100% that from the jump in the, you know, jumping them from the beginning um, and then throwing them out one by one and then decimating each one, yeah. one by one. The frustrating thing though, for me, and this is like super nippy. Cause I actually really did enjoy this. Um, I just felt like you should have done this at super showdown. Mm-hmm. And then if you're going to do the elimination match on raw as like a follow Yeah. As if they're like, that th- is the revenge. This, them trying yeah, to get yeah. their revenge. And when you get down to the two of them where you go, where it's Grand Metal and Lars, you easily could have given Grand Metal a huge win there and done something where Lucha House Party tricks Lars right. or whatever. And at least his first win isn't by dq and technically looks like a loss or whatever because yeah. they attacked him um and, and then you could pr- you could transition into a program with grand metal and, and and lars which is something new yeah. fresh you know okay um and i love grand metal yeah. so and i feel like he's never had a chance since he's been signed with the company you know or at least since coming to the main roster
2: i think they fumble a lot of luchadors
1: they do they ray, don't know how to ray, deal with them they got the his whole face is covered and they right. don't know how to deal with it
2: ray is the exception oh yeah and to a to a little bit of, a, I mean, Eddie is on that line. Well, he's not a luchador. He wasn't a mask, right? Right? He's not a luchador, luchador, luchador yes, but Obviously he was trained, yeah. And so it's like he was always on that line. But Ray was the only one they ever really one hundred percent got right. They messed Sinkara up. They messed all these others ones up that have come through and like, it's psychi- psychosis and they psychosis, threw them in yeah. Mexico yeah the Mexico like, it's, it's just super frustrating so to see them blowing it here it's, just, it's damn frustrating these are incredible wrestlers with great skill and yeah it would have been interesting seeing Grand Metal League get something there maybe we're done now uh, Let's. And I, really, I want right. to say
1: I realize that's high hopes on my part I'm just saying I feel like that would have been a more entertaining way of those sure. two matches being structured because you then you at least give them something to do exactly yeah. um, but if this is ending it good because I yeah. think that Lars should be in a bigger program
2: yeah let's make it happen uh we move on to the 24 7 skits that were happening all night the first oh, one happened the here. Best. uh they the all got best s- thing of the <laughs> night yeah. i loved it talk about because they all are stuck in this elevator and then they started talking about marriage plans and what it was nuts it was uh who was in there it was ec3 it was, they EC3, finally gave him a little shine Carmella, Carmella, Carmella r-truth Keith slater East slater
1: r-truth um, uh, what's what's it called it Drake? Drake Maverick, yeah. and there's one more. Uh, okay. Oh, Cedric Alexander. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and, and yeah, yeah. So they run into the elevator, running for everybody else, but the referee doesn't make it in. <laughs> so
2: they're so they're stuck. So they're just,
1: stuck in the elevator, just having
2: conversations.
1: It honestly felt like WWE's version of, of Seinfeld. You know, like it uh, was just yeah. like a segment about nothing, but I loved it. Every single one of them, yeah. <laughs> even the like the the inside stuff of like. You're having a wedding and you didn't invite me like, so you're my best man or whatever. Um, the, uh, the only thing that bums me out is I see I'm like looking at that elevator and I go, Oh god, EC3 and Cedric Alexander are such entertaining, yeah. good wrestlers. He's Slater too. Yeah. Um, all, all the guys in that range, you know, but yeah. but but I just felt like those two specifically like should be showcased more should yeah. be on showcased in, in something better than just these seg- comedy segments, because the, the, the comedy segments are, um, uh, they're going to serve other talent yeah, better. Yeah. Uh, I think that EC3, you know, there's that video of him kind of getting more and more dejected now. And he, you know, before when he came out, he did the whole pointing to his name <laughs> on the Titan Tron. And now he's just kind of like lackadaisically doing it because he's <laughs> bummed that they're not using him, it looks like. And so yeah. um, I just feel like, you know, with a talent like EC3, he should definitely be treated with a little more care.
2: I don't disagree with
1: you, man. Um, and I understand, I guess, that Alexander... I, much more lower as much lower on the total pole, and EC3 is too for that matter. Yeah. But I just feel like EC3 looks like something that should be a main eventer, yeah. you know. And so, um, and that's and, and not a knock on Cedric Alexander at all because he's one of my favorite wrestlers. But right. I just feel like you, he looks like what Vince likes. Yeah. EC3. Yeah. Um, and, and so I would like to see a little more care done with him. However, all these segments were so funny. Yeah. I, I just. I, I was dying. I mean, the, the, everything. The the phone call. The, the, I have no bars. You have no bars. <laughs> uh, all the stuff. Throughout yeah. the night, I thought it was a highlight of the night.
2: Ends up with uh, them getting off the elevator. Eventually, the referee is there. They all storm. our truth Everyone tries to pin him. No one really gets him. And then Carmella drags him back in the elevator, and they escape.
1: When is she going to pin Truth She's for the gonna... for the 24-7 title? <laughs> it's coming. Come. It doesn't end with this. Right. Not end with this, but if, if this doesn't happen soon, i, I it's going to be like Dominic and, yeah. and Samoa Joe, where I'm getting so frustrated.
2: It'd be funny if she accidentally super kicks him when someone gets out of the way and then goes, Oh, oh and 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 then, yeah, <laughs> That would be brilliant. That would be brilliant. Uh, all right, let's move on to Becky and Lacey having this promo, dude. I have to tell you, I absolutely hated this. I thought Becky held her own. I thought Lacey was out of her element. I thought she was out of, out of her depth, rather. And it was frustrating to watch. And Becky absolutely owned her. Dirt and gold are found in the same place. That Lace, was such a good line. It was a great line. Lacey preemptively ending the interview at on a downturn, which is not when you want to end the interview. Uh, I thought this is, once again, and, and, I'm gonna, and the match later on, to me it feels like now I'm starting to come into this place opinion-wise that it feels like they rushed her into this program now a little too fast and they're having to deal with some of the obstacles or stumbles along the way to make it work. And not the least of which was uh, Lacey sandbagging Bailey on that belly-to-belly suplex. So I'm just concerned here that maybe they've handed too much to Bailey. Not everyone can roll in like Paige did. I also did.
1: feel like sandbagging is a, a strong word. You, you think watched the a- video? Yeah, but do you think it was she on purpose? She gave no lift. But do you think it was on purpose? San- I San- don't know. Sandbagging kind of implies that it was done on purpose. Well... I don't think it was on a purpose. Okay. I think it was less. You always
2: different. think the best of people, and I respect that. Why would she have and any I'm, reason to do I'm that on purpose? I'm more cynical than you. Why would she have any reason to on purpose? Because maybe there's some backstage stuff going on between them for real. That's
1: like a deep way of looking into a mistake. It's
2: certainly possible. It's not like it has but to like happen you just before said, You think it might
1: be, she might have been rushed into the maybe. position. It's so certainly I, possible. So that's why I feel like it's more so that. Not, okay. not that I feel like she was rushed into
2: Because that Charlotte match was boring last week. And but I don't think she's intentionally
1: doing it. Is what I'm saying. You
2: know, right. Uh, but that, I, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Possible is that it's
1: intentional. Right. You know, like, I, I, I think that she just didn't do it well that's it's different but than
2: like don't do it well as something else like she didn't even make an effort to lift her feet that's some there's something there and i wonder if like there. i don't know i just wonder about it you don't think all.
1: that's being a little looking into it a little too deep Listen, by, my, on a mistake
2: well my job is to be an uh, my, the fan who analysis yeah, but that's thinks, a deep
1: analyzation I don't, of,
2: but I'm, I'm putting it out there for conversation right i'm not saying she <laughs> i'm not saying she actually did it i'm saying it looks like she was messing with Bayley because Bayley sold her woman's right really well. And so I always get concerned when wrestlers so to me, don't, don't sell feel other like wrestlers. Like I don't... Triple like H sells like crazy. For I love that exact for that.
1: reason, I, I, it's, it's just very contradicting things there. You know, you say that you feel like she may have been rushed into it. I would think that that would explain the, right. the, the, what you're trying to analyze. Oh, I think
2: it's two different things. I think she was rushing this program with, Le- with uh, Becky and with Charlotte. I know that, but shouldn't that but be with, the same thing? But with thing? the Bailey thing, there might be separate beef going on behind but the scenes. But don't know. I don't know. I'm asking <laughs> no. you a question. You're the man on the so inside. No, I, don't I think know. it's just a I I
1: think... You answered your own question with your first part of your thing. Is that? You it's think just, it's about that? Okay. It's just it's green factor, okay. you know. I Fair think enough. that um, I don't think it was. On, I don't think there's any in- beef between the two of them. I don't think it was an intentional thing. I think mm-hmm. it was just a mistake. Okay. Um, and, and, but I do agree that with you in the fact that, um, s- you know, some of her uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for
2: most or, recent. No, I was gonna say some of her um, work promo work.
1: Like, uh,
2: Character? not her
1: positives, but her negatives. Not oh. negatives, but, like, her... Shortcomings? Yes, there we go. Some of her shortcomings. We got there. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Some of her shortcomings have been a little more evident yes. the past couple weeks. The yeah. Charlotte match, mm-hmm. this. Um, however... I didn't hate this promo like others seem to. You know, I actually my girlfriend and I we got not got into it, but we had, we were discussing this promo. Were we you on a two shot. Yeah, we were on a two <laughs> shot. Uh, I pulled out the TV. We sat in front of it. No, but we were we were talking about it while watching the show, and she had the same opinion. She was like, mm-hmm. "What was that?" Yeah. And I, and I was like, oh, "I didn't. I didn't really dislike that. I I think I really like Lacey's character because I like how cocky she is. Mm-hmm. She's so cocky. Yeah, and, but you got to back it up." Totally. And totally. that's the problem. And that's what I, but I that's why I didn't have a problem with the promo necessarily okay. because I li- I think she has these great facial expressions. I like that it's character mm-hmm. building all. It feels like you're she's always character building. Yeah. Um but but I can see I guess after rewatching it where people maybe didn't like it as much as me mm-hmm. and why. Um I agree with you though that the match it's the the match itself it was it was, you know. Yeah, what
2: well, we get to later. It wasn't yeah. my. It, it wasn't bad. Yeah. It
1: definitely wasn't bad at all. I mean, right. It wasn't my favorite part of the show.
2: Yeah, we'll see. I mean, they got to get her work on this promo stuff. They got to get her work. And the thing is, Lacey wasn't a champion down in NXT. didn't have that, like, you know what I'm saying, that experience of carrying the belt or fighting for the belt or being there consistently in the conversation. She was always a mid-carder at NXT. So for her to jump up into the Raw roster and to be confronting the champion you got to step your game up you know it's ironic in this situation but yeah Becky's the one carrying this program now, it feels like, or at least doing most of the work that's successful in carrying the program. And Lacey needs to really take a look at herself and step up her game a little bit, and hopefully she will. Because like you, I agree, there's a lot to work with that's great yeah. here. She's just shortcomings, are starting to show themselves, and I think the fans are starting to kind of turn on it a little bit. Well, certainly. I
1: mean, and it's it's not easy when you, you know, the, the amount of experience she has mm-hmm. being put up with the likes of Becky Lynch, Bailey, Absolutely. and Charlotte. I mean, Absolutely. those are the three... Pillars of the women's division, you know? Sasha Banks, too, if she was there right now. now.
2: Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Um, Alexa and Nikki have a little backstage conversation themselves. Alexa Bliss and Nikki. Uh, she's trying to drive a wedge a wedge between Nikki and Bailey, saying like, "Oh, you know, like uh, Bailey did this to me and Bailey did that to me, but but you're my real friend and you can help me." So, I guess leaning into the heel thing a little bit more for Alexa. Then we move on. This thing was weird to me though. Yeah, it was. It's, it seems unnecessary. I don't know what. I don't think they know what to do with her anymore.
1: I was literally just going to say that, and yeah. I don't think I, I don't really know what they're doing with. Nikki either yeah. is confusing, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm watching.
2: Yeah, for now, for, for uh, now. Miss TV. Um, oh, also, since yeah, you just ahead. brought up
1: Alexa Bliss. Okay. I'm sorry, everyone. I we talked uh, on the show last week. I believe it was the SmackDown recap. Yeah. Where we were talking about the DDT, and I was mentioning, oh. and we were we were both. Oh, talking, she was oh, using how the, she's using the DDT. Right, right. Apparently, that's been her finisher for. A very long time, and we were very ignorant of that. Because... I didn't want to
2: correct him. That's what it was.
1: Oh, shut up!
0: <laughs>
1: you <Yeah>. arm wrestling <laughs> cheater. But, <laughs> but uh. But, Me! Uh, but, yeah, oh man, the comments were lit up in the, you on know YouTube. These people love Alexa. Oh, and no, but people also <clears throat> love correcting someone when oh, they're right, wrong course, on the internet. Course, of course, of course. And, oh boy. Those comments, and you look, it's like, I'd say half of them are just, maybe probably more than half of them, yeah. are just like, uh, guys, hey, idiots, she's been using that for a very long time. <laughs> and I tried to respond to some of them, but yeah, uh, yeah. my apologies. Uh, apparently, she's been using that for a long time, and I've just been ignorant of that, of Roka 2. My apologies.
2: I guess just the Twisted Bliss is just more memorable. Yeah. I love that move. I love that move, too. Uh, all right, good. There's your apology. Miss TV. Uh, welcome Samoa Joe to the program. Miz takes digs at him about him, about Joe claiming that he earned the title back, a- implying that Ray gave him the title. He didn't earn anything. And then he called him out about attacking his family. Uh, remember, this is the man that threw a fake baby at his wife to avoid a uh, thing with Daniel Bryan. Uh, but he said he's crossing a line going forward with the dad storyline there with Ms. Joe gets upset. Joe says, I'm gonna start talking about your family. And just when it's about to go down, Braun Strowman comes out for some insane reason. Wait, before <clears
1: <clears <throat> we get into everyone running out. <laughs> All
2: right. I loved
1: that part of Ms. Mm-hmm. TV. I, I thought that it was one of the best Ms. TVs in a while yeah. because it was short, right to the point. Um Joe got his point across of what he needed to do to yeah. get his character back on track. Miz uh I, you know, for once I felt like as much as, as much as, uh, he has done things to other people's family yeah, as well yeah. in the past, like you mentioned, um, I, I loved since he's, his whole thing has become this family man thing of him being like, you shouldn't do that to someone's family. Right, right. And it kind of did make him look good I, I, for once. And then Joe be like, well, what if I go to your family now? I The, like, the wrestling family went, yeah, we're off to the races <laughs> yeah. here. Like, this is what's up. That's going to be good. Because honestly, I felt like the thing that Miz has needed yeah. is a very strong heel. Yeah. If they want to position him as a face for a little while, Joe can be a villain. Joe has no problem being a villain. Oh, Joe's yeah. one of those guys in the WWE who isn't in a gray area. Right. He's supposed to be a bad person, you know, his character. And I, I love it. I think it's great. And I was like, oh, this is the f- – yeah, that's what we need right. to make Miz's whole thing feel right, you know. And and so I hope that's the direction the United States title goes. Um, but honestly, everything that happened after this yeah. also got me hyped because I was like, man, the United States title scene is looking dope. So continue. Yeah, but I wanted to get that out because I really did love that Yeah,
2: of Miz TV. I think I agree with you. And all, all of a sudden – Uh, The United States title is something to be fought over. Braun Strowman comes out, starts talking his mess to Joe. And then just when you think that's going to go down, Bobby Lashley comes out, starts talking his mess to Braun. And just when you think that's going to go down, Ricochet comes out talking his mess about wanting to win a championship, wanting to have a belt around his waist, and then to end everything, Cesaro comes out, starts having a thing, and hits uh, Ricochet from behind, which of course becomes, uh, as we come back from the break, a six-man tag match, uh, which I thought was really good, actually, it was a enjoyable match. match. Right? Everybody got great spots. Everybody carried their part in the match when it was happening, when they were in the ring and outside the ring, that I really enjoyed. And then it ends with uh, Ricochet doing his uh, move, his finishing move off the top rope onto a Cesaro possibly hurting him but did he, he's good he was it a hyper extension is that what it he's was He's good he's good Okay, he's fine Great. yeah he
1: apparently when he was backstage it everything scary was, it looked sketchy but apparently it was just really good selling okay because oh. when he got back everything was fine what that's what i've heard respect
2: man that was really good
1: yeah because <laughs> I, I trust me i thought the same thing i was like what unless unless he was working people and he wakes up today and it's much worse it's and he goes and gets a check and he's still on telling you but from what i had heard, yeah. um, he was fine. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, afterwards, yeah, that's this what I heard. A
2: fun, fun match. But, but fun match. Again, Ricochet pins Cesaro, so we'll see what that leads to. Go ahead.
1: So the segment after when everyone started the cavalcade of, of United yes. States title contenders, I really liked it. You mm-hmm. know, I, I, I normally these segments can feel very copy and paste where mm-hmm. it's like the champions in the ring, so people are going to start to come out one by one. I want to yeah. be champion. I want to challenge. I want it's, to – it's very – it's been done, but for but, – I felt like this was very entertaining for some reason still. I I, I didn't groan while each person was coming out. It all made sense. Each one had a reason to not like the other one that had just come out beforehand. Um, The match itself, I felt like, they man, they did a great job of making Ricochet look like a star. Yep, You know, Ricochet has had to go up against some of the bigger guys, and sometimes it hasn't worked, but I feel like whoever... Whoever uh, worked on this match with mm-hmm, them mm-hmm. really did put it together in a way that made Ricochet look like a star. Yeah. The way he was, like, jumping up and hitting people and doing all these things and bing, 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 like a ping pong, or uh, sorry, like a pinball machine. You know, he's like, doo, 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 doing all these yeah, things, yeah. and it's it's crazy good to watch. I think that working with Cesaro does help. Yep. Um, and, 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 man, yeah, I just, I really, really enjoyed this six-man tag, considering it's, like, six random guys that were just kind of thrown together in the match. I think Cesaro is looking... Is looking more uh formed as a mm-hmm. as a as a heel yeah, yeah. sorry as, as the singles act now um I liked Samoa Joe running away to just be told chicken shit to build up the thing with Braun yeah. um to eventually go up against Braun um yeah I really I think that everyone played their part well here
2: How do you think this comes out for Stomping Grounds Do you think it'll be a six man tag? Mm-hmm. I mean six man match, six man match No,
1: I feel okay. like we're getting I feel like we're going to get as much as I want it a different match. I feel like we're gonna get Braun versus Mojo, okay. which I don't not miss. Like a either. triple
2: threat, possibly. I just mm. feel like it's gonna be a six man a six man match, but we'll see. we'll see.
1: Maybe Miz thrown in there. I would I would love to see Miz thrown
2: in there as yeah. well. Maybe, maybe. Okay, we'll see. All right, we'll see. Uh, uh, Alexa Bailey, Bailey and Becky take on Alexa and uh, Lacey with Nikki on the outside. This was a decent match. Uh, you can tell that Alexa's still kind of working off the ring rust. Um and Becky and uh, Bailey did great work. Bailey, I love even after the possible sandbagging. Ba- I love this new move that Bailey is doing where she stands over her opponents after she completes that thing. It's badass. For God's sakes, please WWE figure this out. You have a potential massive star in Bailey. Finally, you figured it out that let her be a little more ruthless than before. She will come across still face. You were talking about this at the beginning of this recap how Rollins can be both Becky can have. Oh, I'm sorry. Bailey can have heel tendencies amidst the overall face approach. Get rid of those flowing stupid things, or at least change their colors to a black and red scheme, and have them have her come down and really administer brutal beatings. People are on board with her. Yeah, more yeah. now than ever before. I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know if she needs to like add this like hard edge or anything like that of brutal beatings or whatever. But I, I, yeah, I like. What, I, I like what they're doing with, yeah, with Bailey yeah, right yeah. now. It's definitely the best that. To me, the best she's looked on the main roster.
2: Yeah, exactly. So hopefully they've figured this thing. Uh, this whole thing ends up with uh, uh, Alexa and Lacey getting the win with a little bit of assist from Nikki. Did you like this, how this all went down? How did it, remind me how the finishing end, Do you remember? Yeah, it was, a, um, it was a, 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 a Lacey coming in and pinning uh, Bailey. She got distracted or something like that okay. and got uh, hit with the woman's right, and then they did the tag with Alexa and Lacey and Lacey. Slid in there and got the pin.
1: Yeah, I I didn't dislike it. I think that uh, I'm trying to. I I felt like it made everyone look good. Yeah. I just, it wasn't like a. Okay. It wasn't like anything that special to me. Right.
2: Nikki seemed conflicted in the celebration. She wasn't like, yay, she Wasn't she mad
1: about how, like, she was with Alexa, but Lacey kind of cheated and they hit. Becky, right? Isn't that what kind of was yeah, going on? Yeah. Yeah,
2: it was a little convoluted, I felt like, but I thought Lacey didn't show out well here either in some of the interactions with Becky, too. So I, I just some concern now as we go forward. I don't know. I, liked
1: her, I like the women's rights, so okay. I feel like they're doing a good job no, of getting the, the women's right over. Right. Yeah,
2: It's the leading up to it that I think we need a little more work, and we'll see as it goes along. And look, once again, I want people to understand. This is analysis to constructively criticize. This analysis not to be like, this person shouldn't be on TV anymore. It's work on these things because people want to get behind you 100%. (sighs) Some people get real upset about it. All right, let's move on to Sammy and Shane having a conversation. Now, Sammy is a special guest referee. This was funny. As much you hate Shane, this this scene was good.
1: Yeah, I liked it. This was funny. I enjoyed yeah. it. The yeah. whole segment with that with, with him being like, "Great idea, yeah, no, great idea, boss." Like, mm-hmm. so, yeah, no, this is fun. I liked yeah, it. Yeah. Uh,
2: then Paul Heyman comes out. What did you think of this promo? Talk about Legends' obsession with Rollins. How he's ignoring him and doing his own thing, and he's concerned mm-hmm. about it, but he also bashes Rollins as being undeserving of a Universal Champion.
1: I loved it. I feel like the. the, the you know, I was very concerned they were just going to waste the Money in the Bank title, or Money in the Bank contract uh, at Super Showdown, and the fact that that didn't happen now, yeah. I love it, because they really are, I hope that they really do drive home the fact that he can cash in at any time, Yeah, because that is a fun thing on WWE TV, and honestly, now that he was there for a few weeks in the build-up to Super Showdown, um, I feel like the way it ended, the way it played out, Paul coming in and just kind of, like, reminding everyone that it's there, that mm-hmm. it's out there, is a good thing. I think that, that it, 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 it makes Brock Lesnar feel like there's a reason why he's away, yeah. as opposed to, oh, well, he's the champion, and he's not he's not here, you right. know? And uh, so this is like, no, well, there's a reason. Yeah. He's, he's being smart. He's yeah. waiting for the right moment to attack. Right. And I think this will only build up the moment when he finally cashes in to, a, to be a bigger deal.
2: I feel like people are cheering for him to cash it in, too. Like, whenever he comes out, the stands start to explode in excitement for what might happen. It happened as soon as... It's he because started. people
1: actually do like Brock Lesnar. It's the yeah. internet that doesn't like Brock Lesnar. The people man. love Brock Lesnar. I
2: think the people do love Brock Lesnar. I think the, you're right about the, that. The, the, the
1: Brock Lesnar is an attraction, man. Mm-hmm. Like, people... I'm, I, I'm sorry. I you know mean that wrestling the,
2: fans it, on Twitter? Is that w- what you mean? Wrestling
1: fans on Twitter mm. act like Brock Lesnar sucks. Right. But the general public thinks Brock Lesnar is a badass, awesome dude. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Like, yeah, they always – they're going to cheer. But they always cheer when his music hits. I mean, right. always. It's a, that huge pop regardless. So, it's great music. Um, yeah, it is good music. Uh,
3: doom, doom, doom,
2: doom.
1: Anyway, yeah. Uh So, yeah, I, I think Paul Heyman was very effective here. I mm. hope that Paul Heyman is just around now. Yeah, They should have – Heyman holding the money in the bank while walking around, though. I know it's certainly Brock's thing, but it just adds to the allure of the whole thing, having yeah. someone walk around with the briefcase.
2: <laughs> Any moment. All right, the Iconics come out, and uh, for some reason to fill time uh, and destroy the tag team belts over and over again. Boring match. They, they, why are the champions having squash matches? It makes no sense. I mean,
1: I, I, you know me. I like squash matches on TV. I feel like squash matches are good. For champions? But this wasn't good. Yeah, for anyone. But, uh, but okay. this wasn't a good match. This, right. and, and not on the fault of the Iconics, to be honest with you. Like, it's, there, was some, there was some stuff in there that just didn't look very crisp. And I, I don't fault the I don't think it was on the Iconics. And, but although that, their finisher didn't look good. It looked real bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know whose fault that was. If
2: you play down to your competition, you're not that good. That's the problem. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I know you get mad at me for saying that, but we see it in sports all the time. If you play down to the competition you're playing, that means you're not as good as you think you are, even when you step up and play the ch- play higher-level competition better. If you play down to your competition, it's not good. The squash match was, was clumsy and boring at times and awkward and was frustrating. Uh, when it could have been a real destruction, it was more clumsy and awkward. And I, they, I don't know what they gained from it, to be honest with
1: someone's you. Gonna, someone's coming. Someone's coming. Someone's coming yeah, to take tiles so. from them. I think they're, they're, they're placeholders, it feels like. So whether it's they're waiting... You, to me, it feels like they're waiting for Josh to come back. What I'm do you sorry. think
2: about Vince's decision now, in retrospect? Do you think Vince is regretting this decision? No. Really? Okay. All right. You're saying it as Vince. You're not saying you, yourself... Well, I didn't make the decision. How could saying, I regret but it? Do you think it's a decision to be regretted, I guess, is what I'm saying.
1: Um... No, because okay. imagine how angry everyone would have been if that was Sasha and Bailey in that position, as opposed to what we're getting right now with Bailey. Yeah, maybe. Imagine right. if it was just Sasha and Bailey just not being used and losing everyone's. once That in a would while. suck. That's what I'm saying. That's what. That's what but I'm saying. But I don't think
2: you do that with them.
1: But that's what I'm saying. Is yeah, there's only so many spots on the show. Yeah. you know. And if True. that's what, if they weren't, if he doesn't see that as that important of a title right. at this point, you know, then yeah, that's what they would have been being used as, as opposed to. What we're getting with Bailey right now, which is hers champion, yeah true that being used as, as in in good in a good way, so right? isn't it better that,
2: that, that I, I don't think so, I think they would have worked some great uh promotion for both of them that would have elevated no, them. you wait, wait,
1: but you're fantasy booking here, I'm saying, yeah, if would it be better than mm-hmm. what we've gotten with Bailey, yeah, wouldn't that be better? Than using Sasha and Bailey the exact same way the Iconics have been. Oh used. yeah, no,
2: of course, yeah. If, the, if they use, if they were going to use the Iconics the exact same way, then that's a whole other conversation. You mean
1: Sasha and Bailey the yeah, same Sasha way? Yeah, Sasha and Bailey
2: use the Iconics. Used the Iconics. I, I wouldn't have. That's I, what I mean. I wouldn't have liked that. But if they but I think those two would not have been in a program, or would have, been, would not have been used the same way as the Iconics are being used, because the Iconics have job the whole time. They don't mind jobbing or losing. Uh, whereas Sasha and... <laughs> you act like they've had a say in
1: this. <clears throat> you said they don't mind losing. They're not, like, asking them. Well, they could have... Bl- They're not asking they them. They could They're telling be like them.
2: Sasha and leave and stuff like that and complain or whatever. But they haven't. They never have. They're good soldiers in the company. You've said that. And I'm saying I don't think Sasha and Bailey would have necessarily gone along with this program. Maybe... Sasha storms out at another uh, taping or whatever. there's certainly possible. Uh, not Bailey. Bailey's—it's not in Bailey's nature to do that. But Sasha certainly, as we've seen. So who knows how that would have played out? I see your point, though. Look how Bailey is shining now in retrospect. Certainly, but I think she still could have shined. In the situation with Sasha, but not maybe individually. So we'll see. Uh, as this goes down, who's going to take that? I wonder if it'll be Sasha and Bailey coming back. I, kinda- I don't think it's Sasha
1: and Bailey necessarily, <laughs> but I think Sasha will come back with a tag team partner from like NXT or something. Really? Well, I like not That's just my guess. I like
2: the idea of Sasha coming into SmackDown, surprising Bailey and challenging her for the I like that too. As a heel.
1: I, I love that. Heel Sasha would be great. But I just feel like with the way the Iconics have been bragging on yeah, TV yeah. about how they're the longest reigning women's tag team champions, yeah. that. Sasha comes back and is like, "Well, Bailey's tied up on, but honestly, it doesn't even matter because mm. they're wild card titles, so technically Bailey could be dual champion. She could, she could be a so, dual champion. I don't know. Maybe they do do. Maybe ba- they do do that.
2: I'll take a Bailey two belt shirt. Why not? All right, let's move on. Reigns does a mini promo about McIntyre, which I don't know what this does. This is the only appearance on the show for Reigns. Uh, maybe he's doing promotion for Hobbs and Shaw or reshoots or something. I don't know." Um, then, uh, we get Shane getting his butt kissed again at this appreciation night and welcomes the revival. So is this now a faction? I know you keep wanting it to be. I just think (laughs) they're
1: really trying to position them as heels. I don't think there's a faction that's being formed. they don't really have factions in WWE. That's why I say that. Yeah. (laughs) There aren't.
2: No, I guess you're right. There aren't anymore. Right. Okay.
1: So they're just like heels being heels, being heels together. Yeah.
2: All right. That's fair. Uh, so Zach, stop
1: asking me if they're forming a faction,
2: Roka. Okay, fine. It's not like I've been, you know, I'm not usually, well, never mind. All right, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins as the champions. Hey, remember them, the, the tag team champions? They took on the Usos. Oh, wait, before that. Okay. Uh, the,
1: the, the best in the world celebration yes. thing. Uh, the celebration ceremony. God, I hated this. Although I will say I laughed that Drew and Shane were matching, and that they had like the same exact outfit on, except yeah. one had a white shirt, one had a black shirt. Uh, it made them look like a like a tough guy tag team, which yeah. which, I, which I found funny. But uh, yeah, I just I didn't. I just it it dragged. It was like it was like whatever. Mm-hmm. The the bagpipes were unnecessary yeah. in the beginning of it. Um, I thought that it didn't didn't help to point out the fact that you had Roman reigns lose to Roman reigns even though he Roman lose
2: to or sorry Roman reigns lose to shane mcMahon at Superstar when
1: Show. when he has beaten Brock Lesnar and Undertaker, I was like, "Why are you gonna point that, rub that in her face? Is that you guys made a terrible decision to do that? You know, Um, because I do think it was dumb to have Roman Reigns lose at Super Showdown to Shane McMahon,
2: yeah, regardless of how the finish went, right?
1: Right? Um, So I, I I didn't care about any of this, really. To be honest with you, I thought
2: someone was gonna, uh, I thought Reigns was gonna come down. Because they had promoted him in the back, but I'm glad they didn't. didn't. I'm glad they didn't
1: only because it would have been literally the exact same segment that we've seen for the yeah. past four weeks. If they had, I mean, yeah. it's literally what we keep doing. Shane comes out and brags about Roman Reigns, I, then Roman Reigns comes out and hits him, yeah. and it leads into a match. Like it's literally been that way for like a month now. That's So I'm, I'm getting over that whole copy and paste thing too yeah so i don't i was hoping that reigns was gonna beat shane and this is over yeah but instead i almost wonder if like you know from what we hear in these super showdown shows it's like the prince has like a good say in like the booking of these shows and we also heard that he's like an attitude era fan i'm almost wondering if he's the one who's like no i love shane mcmahon And that's why Shane McMahon has become such a central figure on TV so that he can be used in all these Saudi Arabia shows because he's one of the few from the Attitude Era who can still wrestle. And that's why he's being featured so prominently all the time uh, and drinking the Best in the World Cup. And so that was funny, though, by the way. Yes. When he drank out of the Best in the World Cup, I did laugh at that. Yeah,
2: that was funny. Like uh, Stanley Cup and stuff. Yes. I wonder what will happen, though. Uh, do you think he's tried to bring back Stone Cold? Do you think he's tried to – the Prince? Do you think he's tried to be like, you
1: how know, much do you need? I tweeted over the weekend saying, like, okay, predict the next yeah. Legends main event <laughs> in Grand Saudi Arabia. Lot. Stone Cold. And H-H-H. I was reading everyone's. I was reading everyone's. And, like, there's really not that many, like, matches like that left. There's you know? only one. Well, Rock versus... I'm sorry. Stone Cold versus Hogan is the ones.
2: Well, yeah, but not now. That would just be terrible now. I don't want to see a geriatric get beat up by a guy in his But think about, like, Rock versus Hogan. Stone Cold... They were old and they were able to have, like, a classic match. And I know it's, you know... I think Hogan still had it. That was 17 years ago, by the way. I know. Uh, I like like, uh, Triple H, Stone Cold, and uh, The Rock in one final triple threat match because they never... Ever had a triple threat match for a title or anything like that. I would like to see them in a... they never had a triple threat match? I don't, I don't recall them ever having a triple threat match. And maybe the fans will correct me on this. I feel like they have. That's the way it feels. But they would, either one of them would get injured at certain times and not be able to do it. So programs were changed because certain people got injured. So I would like to see Stone Cold take on The Rock, take on Triple H as a final, like, triple The real
1: end match. of an era. The real. The yeah. pay-per-view equivalent of the end of an era match at WrestleMania. I just
2: wonder if Rock would ever do it. He makes so much money. The
1: Rock is the only other person that is like the X Factor of these shows. Because if The Rock is down, there are dream matches involving The Rock that you can do. The, The first one that comes to mind for me is The Rock versus Shawn Michaels. And I know Shawn Michaels already had a match in Saudi Arabia, but... We've never seen The Rock versus Shawn Michaels. That's one match where they, they passed each other in generations. And that's a match we've legitimately never seen between two icons of the industry.
2: We've never seen Gobbledygook versus Shawn Michaels either. I don't want that either. So please, give me a break with that. Oh, get out of here with the you. The Rock with Shawn Michaels. That was literally... You don't think... Shut up. That's <laughs> literally one of the... That, that was, that's one of
1: the <laughs> matches that people have always said, like, never happened. That'd be awesome. The
2: same wrestling Twitter fans you just bashed? So, I don't want to hear from them now. No, so just
1: wrestling fans in general. Okay. Um. Also, just versus that. NWO?
2: That would be fun, although nowadays. But that's like another one where can you I can do it like, in a walker. Can I mean, Kevin I mean, Nash yeah, yeah. wrestle with really? Although Kevin Nash should get his knee worked where on. Where does X Pac lie? Right, right. Do we want to see Scott Hall in the I ring? Know. Look, Sam, let me tell you something right now. X Pac is not NWO. He never was NWO in my mind. He is not NWO. Of course he was. NWO is Hogan, Nash, and and uh, a hall, and then that's he was it. the next person to join. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's he not. can be DX. You can't I say got that no that's problem. it. I can. You don't make the rules of I'm who's in DX. I'm a charter member of the, the NWO. The people who make the
1: rules in DX are, are sorry. You don't make the rules of who's in the NWO. The people who make the rules of the NWO are the NWO for life. And they inducted
2: X-Pac.
3: They also instantly. Scott Norton.
2: So, I mean, look, you, you Scott know. Norton is considered part of the NWO. You yes. don't, get
3: to, you don't yes. get to make the
2: decisions. But the only if you're going to have DX versus NWO. It's
1: got to be. Well, I'm not saying put Scott Norton on the DX or so the NWO side in Saudi Arabia. I'm just saying that he does classify as NWO. <laughs> and, yes, if you're doing DX versus NWO, absolutely. X-Pac is, is on the side of DX.
2: He's DX. Yes. He's DX. It would be what? It would be badass Billy Gunn. It'd be DS, so it'd be Sean. Oh, man. If they could do Triple this, if they H. could do
1: Triple H. Yes. X Pac. Yes. Road Dog. Yes. Badass. Billy Gunn. And Shawn Michaels. And Shawn Michaels. Versus Hogan. Hogan.
2: Yes. Nash. Yes. Hall. Scott Hall. Yeah. The big show. Ooh. The Giant was NWO. was. I'm trying
1: to think if there's anyone else who would fit
2: more. Fuck Jeff Jarrett. No, no offense. F Bret Hart. Those were not really NWO guys.
1: Scott Steiner. Steiner. Big pop-up pump if you brought big
2: pop-up pump back to Saudi Arabia? That I don't makes know if, so much. I sense. don't know if it'd
1: be safe to bring Scott Hall or to to bring Scott Steiner to Saudi Arabia. That
2: would be an event I would watch. The big bad booty daddy coming back to the NWO to wear the black and white again. Those five would be incredible. I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm
1: pulling it up just to see who else we got here. So uh, Virgil. Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, Hulk Hogan. Stevie Biasi, Ray. no. Giant. Sting can't do it. Sting Xbox, no. It. We're definitely not doing Virgil. <laughs> Stevie Ray, uh, no. Buff Bagwell was no. on my maybe list. Buff would sleep with Amazon Good old Scott Norton. Norton. Uh,
2: who is? Don't kick my ass. He's a fantastic guy. Hey, Norton's Popular
1: internationally yeah um conan
2: conan would be interesting as an outside person conan would be great
1: mm. his, his
2: mic work was always fun to listen to i guess that's really yeah it that's it buddy sting lex luger nah. no those are wolfpack guys that's not they me. don't get <laughs> wolfpack doesn't get- well conan
1: was 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 he both i think he was both yeah conan was, was both.
2: both so was uh, scott hall just throw
1: in Jeff Jarrett as the last one. He nope. was a part he was one of them. Nope. He works backstage. Nope. Just throw him in as the last one. Is that too offensive to have offensive. Him as the last one with oh, all stupid those guitar. All right, well, you got Scott Norton and you got Jeff Jarrett. No, so I've Scott got Norton's Big Norton's pop still pop. Oh, well, he's got Big Show. I got Big Show all right, fine. and Big Pump. You're right. Puppa. Big Show and Big Pump Pump. Kevin Nash, Hulk Hogan, the Big Bad Booties. Scott guy. Hall. By the way, you if, your, if your, that would be a big man. If today. your
2: friend from Pro Wrestling Tees watches this, I would love an Einsteiner shirt. Size large, please. <laughs> it, those are, I want an Einstein am Go wrestling, tease, and buy one. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> kind of <laughs> expensive. All right, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins, remember the tag team champs, took on the Usos and the Revival. The Revival ends up winning this match. It was a good match overall. I thought Hawkins and Ryder did a nice job. we got to wrap up, I know, Sorry, soon. I didn't know what time it was. We've it's been okay. talking so much. Hawkins and uh, Hawkins and Ryder, uh, I always feel like they need to get more TV work. They do nice chemistry. I felt so bad. Like, Okay,
1: great match. Yeah. I loved this really match. Really enjoyed this. Uh, and I'll be honest, I think the right decision was made sure. putting the belt back Absolutely. on the revival, especially
2: with Shane and everything. Yeah, yeah.
1: However, I just felt so bad for Hawkins and Ryder. It was like, you know, we hear about all these things of you know the you know guys just feeling so depressed behind the scenes mm. and just feeling just like, man, what do about. I do? Um, what do you mean you told me about? Like I
2: said to you that that matters more than money. The, the desire to be part of a program or to be used correctly, that affects people no matter how much money but they're making. But not everybody.
1: You say you act like everybody, not everybody. Some people don't give a fuck. Some people are I like, cool, so. great. Give my paycheck and I'll protect my body still sure. and save my body and just, sure. you know, do other things within the company. Like, not everybody feels that way. Um, and so... Um, but you, but you do hear about some mm-hmm. people who are, and I actually don't think writer is one of those guys, you know, he tweets, oh, very Zach, positive. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's bummed about it. I think Hawkins a little bit well, too, but I think, I think they're very happy with, for I think that too. Hawkins got fired mm-hmm. and missed being there and is happy to is just happy to be back in the company mm-hmm. when he got fired or when he, when he got brought back and has found ways to be utilized in other parts of the company when he's not being utilized in wrestling, and that's smart. That's how, yeah. you, that's how you show value in yourself for your, when your wrestling career is over, you know? And I think that Zack Ryder, too, has done stuff like that. And mm-hmm. so um, I felt bad because you hear about guys being depressed, about, you know, being behind the scenes. And you know that, like, getting this opportunity at WrestleMania, they go like, Oh, finally, getting another shot. Like, they're putting me back in the game. I'm, I'm tagged in. Yeah. Awesome. And then they do absolutely nothing with you for a few months. They job you out to the Viking experience. Um, or Viking Raiders, uh, who've been absent, who've also been absent, MIA, um, and, and just don't really do anything with you. And then we have you lose in a really good match. Like, yeah. when we did finally give you the opportunity, you helped, but you were part of an awesome match. Yeah. So that's what frustrates me a little bit. I feel bad for True. them, and especially because Zach, it's now happened twice. It's like he had that big moment in WrestleMania with the Intercontinental title and then immediately yeah. taken away. Now it's happened with the tag titles. Right. Um, and I don't, feel like in either scenario, it was based on poor performance mm. after being given that opportunity. I feel like both times, it was like, well, what do we do here? Well, they're from New York. you know, right, right. And so, it was like, oh, whatever yeah. type thing. Or So, um, yeah, I really, really enjoyed the match. I just, at the end, I was a little bummed for, for Hawkins and Ryder.
2: Yeah, yeah. Revival have the tag team titles again. We'll see if this is a longer reign. We'll see what they do with it, you know, and who they battle for it. We, by the way, we crossed that four wildcard thing, didn't we?
1: Oh, I... I, honestly, I don't care about it. I've literally, they keep mentioning the words that they I've sure ignored do, at this don't. point. It's so stupid. It's right. so, Same
2: uh, as in KO, the Iconics and... Uh, well, the
1: Iconics are loud because they have the women's oh, tag right. title they're belts.
2: tag tag t- title belts. Yeah, but you had, what, the Usos are both ways, right? I think that
1: counts as one, though. <laughs> <Okay>. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Two Usos, they're like, they're like a Station in Bill and Ted. They right. only Well, Bailey's Bayley,
2: one. one, right? Or is it because she has the title she can swing both? Ways. No, she has the, title, the title, title. She has the
1: SmackDown title. Right, she was right. a wild card. Kevin okay. Owens was a wild card. Right, right. Uh, yeah, maybe that's it. No, there were more. Okay. I forget off the Is top Samoa of my
2: head. SmackDown or Raw?
1: He's Raw. Okay,
2: all right. Miz is Raw. Right. No, he's Raw. Right. Sami Zayn goes back and forth. KO, or oh, we already said that. Right.
1: K.O. is the other one. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I, I've honestly given up on keeping track of, of who goes where in these matches in, right. in the wild card rule. Because it honestly, it just feels like the, the brand split's over.
3: Yeah. There's That's no just basically
1: thing. what I felt it at this happened. point. Yeah, it's not a thing anymore. Right. So,
2: All right, K.O. takes on Rollins in the final match of the night with Sami Zayn as the outside ref. This went as you would expect with Rollins uh, constantly getting interfered with by Sami Zayn on the outside. Sami Zayn protecting K.O., Uh, which was brilliant near the end when he rolled in and stopped Rollins from jumping off the top rope. That was hilarious. Eventually, Rollins has enough, grabs him, Gets himself disqualified, which was really stupid by Zayn. Because, I mean, if your object is to give the belt to KO or the victory to KO in a legitimate thing, it can't happen when he's disqualified. So, uh, which, of course, and then also opens the floodgate to your Jurassic really kicked, which is what happens. Zane, uh, Zane starts getting his butt kicked. Corbin comes out, tries to interfere. Initially, after Rollins gets hit a couple of times, Rollins fights back, then gets the chair. Destroys Zayn, uh, as he did Lesnar, and looks at... Uh, Corbin the whole time once again kind of a heel move so very interesting how this is all playing out and that's how it ends with Rollins screaming at Corbin up the ramp
1: yeah I liked it you know as much as uh you know as much as WWE stomping ground which is hilarious that it's just a shoe for the logo uh <laughs> I feel like you know stomping grounds a lot of retread from yes from super showdown because they they know a lot of people didn't watch it right um so I they're going to have to do a little more to get me excited about it, but I do think this is a step in the right direction. You know, um, Rollins feeling more genuine and less like uh, a, a copy of what he's supposed to be as yeah. champion, yeah. I, I enjoy. I feel like it's it's help, it, It's um, helpful. It's, it, in the long run, it will be very beneficial to his character, I
2: Yeah, Yeah, and this is coming up. It's uh, next weekend, uh, Stompy Grounds. It's really next June weekend? June 23rd, that's oh. when it's happening. Uh, it's Universal Champion Seth Rollins versus so Baron soon. Corbin. Uh, Kofi's taking on Ziggler in a steel cage match retread Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre Raw Women's Championship, Becky Lynch versus Lacey. Retread also. SmackDown Women's Championship, Bayley versus Alexa Bliss. New, that one's new. And there are predictions here from uh, the, uh, other places. Uh, maybe Finn Balor and Andrade again. Uh, maybe Probably. Revival versus the Usos for the title, which would be fun. Uh, Daniel Bryan and Rowan taking on the Heavy Machinery, maybe. And the Iconics taking on the Kabuki Warriors for the title. Maybe they take the title.
1: I'm wondering for, for the tag titles, the men's tag titles on yeah. Raw. I'm wondering if it's either going to go Revival versus... Hawkins and Ryder in a
2: program still, or maybe another six. With or if the they Usos.
1: continue with the USOs, mm. or if the Viking Raiders start to make their presence felt. There's also AOP who are cleared now too. Oh, have they been? They're okay. cleared now. They were they were in the battle royal as if oh, like they had been nice. on TV. And I was like, man, superstar show that's right. not good. That's right. not good. They're in the that just like random people in the battle royal when they've been off TV for this long and they get cleared. They don't get any kind of push on their return of anything. Drake Maverick's been on TV more yeah. than any of them. More,
2: more. Um, do you think it's uh, One last thing I want to say Wouldn't it be funny Like we saw that U.S. championship Where everybody came out One at a time If they did a 24-7 title Like that Would that be funny as hell If R2 starts talking about it And then like Everybody comes out That is what's been going on Does with a mini R2. promo I mean Oh, 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 oh And it's like The whole ramp is just full of It's like 20 people Coming out Dude, would, that, would that be funny? No It could be I'd have to see it <laughs> I don't know Maybe. I was, like, I was just like 20 people coming up. <laughs> Let me tell
1: you. That's, what, a, lot like, That's yeah, a lot of promos. That's a lot of promos. Like You're
2: only half a sentence in and someone else comes out. Half a sentence and someone else like, That would be funny as shit to me. Write you it up, email it. to Vince. See what yeah, he right. Who is this guy? Fuck him. John Rocha. (laughs) Someday, man. You'll listen. All right. Thanks, everybody. (laughs) He sounds like a... Is that the outlaw, the one who keeps losing the belt? All right. Well, (laughs) there you go. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for watching this Raw Recap on the Pro Wrestling Sheet. Always appreciate your eyes and ears and your comments. Ryan, tell them where they can listen and read everything we do.
1: ProWrestlingSheet.com. That's the website where you can find all the top stories in the world professionally throughout the week at Wrestling Sheet on social media, youtube.com slash C slash Wrestling Sheet. That's where you can find these Raw and SmackDown recaps where you can see... The video of our beautiful faces here, uh, emoting, laughing, discussing. You can watch them all there, youtube.com slash C slash Wrestling Sheet. That's where my interview. Oh, actually, no, the interview with Dave Batista is not there. It's only in the podcast feed. And the Mm. podcast feed can be found on major podcast platforms like iTunes, Spotify, Podcast One, Stitcher, all that kind of stuff. Just search Wrestling Sheet Radio.
2: There you go. Um, Any final things you want to say? That's it, right? All right, well, that's. At, follow him at Ryan Satin. Follow me at The Roka Says, and we'll see you tomorrow for a SmackDown Live recap, and we'll see what goes down tomorrow as they set up stomping grounds. All right, everybody, take care. We'll talk to you soon.
0: Now, Napa no How
3: All this is backed up by award-winning easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery, soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus,